Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 28 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Morningbrook Digital Consultancy. If you need help tying your digital and social customer care reports to money, Morningbrook Digital can help. Email me at frankie at sociallysupportive.com today. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Manic Monday. I hope you had a great weekend with your friends and family, having a good time doing whatever it is that you do on the weekend. Because reports are probably due as soon as you get into the office. So as usual, I am going to take you through Manic Monday, focusing on numbers, measuring, reporting, workforce management, all those types of things to get you a nice transition from your weekend to the day ahead of you. But first, I want to remind you that the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit is happening at the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge in New York City, November 16th and 17th. If you haven't already registered, I have a coupon code for you. If you go to sociallysupportive.com slash insight, I-N-C-I-T-E, you will get not 100, not 200, but $300 off the cost of your registration. That's a great deal. I'll be there. I'll have a booth set up where you can learn more about the social pack and more about the socially supportive podcast. You can also meet many of the other wonderful speakers, thought leaders, and people that have wonderful tools and technology that will help take your social and digital customer care program to the next level. Also, it the conference goes beyond just social and digital customer care. It's an entire customer experience track. So that will likely be really helpful for you all the way around. So all you have to do is go to sociallysupportive.com slash insight, I-N-C-I-T-E, and use the coupon code supportive, S-U-P-P-O-R-T-I-V-E, in your registration process, and you'll get that $300 off. Couldn't be easier, and I can't wait to see you there. When you get there, say hi to me, and I'll be happy to chat with you. I'd be very interested to know what you're doing with your digital and social customer care program. All right, let's get down to it. Today's inspiration comes to us from Tom Black, who said, success is not something you own. It's something you rent, and the rent is due every day. When you stop paying rent on success, you start paying the rent on failure. Wow. And the book of the day is How to Write a Business Case for Anything by West Palm Consulting. And just a reminder, you can find links to all of the books and other items that we discuss on the show at at sociallysupportive.com slash resources or on the show notes page. And this show notes page will be sociallysupportive.com slash episode 28. Alrighty, let's get down to it. Tying your reports to money. I know that probably sounds hard. It sounded hard to me for a long time too. But here's the thing is that there's a myth out there. The myth is that the return on investment for your social media and digital customer care program is that you'll be in business in a few years 
years. I remember in 2011, that was what people said. They didn't really understand how to measure the return on investment in digital and social customer care. So that was the tagline happening for social customer care, especially as well, you just have to do it. It just makes sense. You won't be in business if you don't. Don't say this to the C-suite anymore or anyone else really. And the reason is because I believe it keeps social customer care artificially depressed. And here's why. Because leaders know there are companies still in business that don't respond at all on social media. And that's true. There are plenty of giant companies that are out there where people are putting comments out on social media. Those companies are not responding and the companies not responding have not gone out of business. They're still giant companies. They're still thriving. Maybe they're in a situation where they don't have a lot of competition, where customers really don't have a lot of choice in the matter. Whatever the situation is, when you say to someone in your C-suite, well, if we don't respond on social media, we're going to go out of business. They know that that's not true because there are examples of how that's not true out there everywhere. The other reason that we don't want to say it is because leaders are responsible to numbers. Our C-suite is responsible to shareholders, stakeholders, company owners to return on the bottom line. And when we're responding in customer care over social media, it's typical that those leaders are responsible to the customer operations center and customer operations executives, COOs, have the responsibility of removing costs from the call centers. It's a cost center. Now, I do agree coming from a customer experience background that it's a cost that has to be spent. But I will also tell you that companies are in business to make a profit. Hopefully we're doing it in a fair way where everyone wins, the customer gets something that they want, the company makes enough profit to do what they need to do. But make no mistake that your executives are accountable to stakeholders, stockholders, shareholders, whatever it is your company has, they've got to be good stewards for the company. So telling a leader that the ROI of social media customer care is that you'll be in business is not really going to get you very far. All right, so if that's the myth, then what's the truth? The truth is that you can measure the return of investment on your social media customer care program. I can feel you saying, no, you can't. And I'm going to say, can so. You can so. Yes, you can so. And then you say, well, how do you know? And I'm going to say, because I've done it. There is a way to measure the ROI on social. And when you do measure the ROI on social, you don't have to be afraid because many companies have found that it's a cheaper way to provide support on social media than it is in a traditional call center where agents are making telephone calls. Chat has been known to be cheaper channel for a long time, depending on the way that you do it. So there are cost savings. I know that there are some folks out there who don't want to understand what the cost of their social media transactions are because they're concerned that it's going to be too expensive. I don't think that you need to be concerned about that. And if you find that it is too expensive, then you're able to understand that, make modifications, adjust your strategies so that you're not a more expensive channel. But without the information, you never know. So why is it important to tie your reports to money? First of all, as I alluded to before, knowledge is power. Knowing, as I said, helps you understand what you can do differently, how you can make changes and adjustments to make your 
yourself something that the company can rely on to be an efficient means of handling customer inquiry. The second reason is because, like I said, if you're losing money, you can act now to turn that around. The third reason that you might not even think about is because good things are happening in your department. You are doing good works. People that work for you are doing good things, but the leadership can't see this without solid reporting and solid numbers that indicate what's happening in the department. And because your department is there to help the company achieve its objectives. So being able to show that on a steady basis is a very good thing. And because your employees deserve credit for the good work they're doing on behalf of the company. All right, so you say, fine, I think it's okay if we tie the reports to money. So how do we do that? I'm going to give you five steps that you can use to tie your reports to money. The first step is to understand how to calculate your cost per transaction. And for that, I will refer you to episode three, Frankie's top nine KPIs part one, so that you can get a rough description about how to calculate cost per transaction. Once you have that figured out for your organization, then you are well on your way. The second step is to pay specific attention to your special ops items. Now, if you don't know what I'm referring to, episode 23, reporting on special ops talked about the different ways that you can report on operations that go above and beyond what you do on a daily basis and how to capture that. Step number three is to look through your incident reports. And I'm going to refer you to episode 13 reports, the what, the why, and the impact so that you can see more about that. Then step four is to calculate cost implications for episodes, incidents, events, projects, including the costs incurred to cover the event, the savings in coverage in social media over coverage on other channels, and the profit made from sales in your social media customer care channel. You say, what? Yeah, you can sell things in social media customer care channels. You sell things on the telephone when you're providing customer care. And if you want more information about that, tune in on Wednesday when I cover a Wisdom Wednesday report that talks about making money in social media customer care. Step five is that you just add that information to a report and shake gently. Now, I know that that sounds like it was a very fast way of going through it because we've covered a lot of these very deeply detailed subjects in different episodes, but it's really quite simple. So let's do a quick recap. Five steps to tie your reports to money. Number one, you have to make sure you understand how to calculate your cost per transaction. Number two, pay specific attention to your special ops items. Step three, look through your incident reports to understand what incidents were covered over the period of time that you're reporting on that week or that month and calculate the cost implications for the episode or incident or event or project that you're covering. And this includes, again, the costs incurred to cover the event or the incident. Number two is the savings over coverage in other channels. And number three is the profit made from sales in that channel. So let me give you an example to help illustrate the point. Say, for example, you are National Chewing Gum Company, and as National Chewing Gum Company, you are going to have an event, a red carpet event that you're covering, and you're going to be giving out chewing gum. 
your marketing team is going to be giving out chewing gum at this event. And you know that because they're going to be covering it on social media and Facebook, that this could add volume to your operations. So this is an event that you're covering. And you want to make sure that you're prepared by understanding how much staffing you need to have on hand for overtime and all these different things to make sure you can handle the volume. You'll probably do something to understand the volume specific to that event by tagging particular keywords related to maybe red carpet, whatever hashtag you've made for that particular event, the name of the event, that sort of thing is covered off on episode 24 tagging strategy. So again, back to the example, here you are, you know this event's happening, you've prepared for it. Now, as the event's unfolding, you're tagging, you're watching the volume, you know how many people have come in for overtime, you know how successful or unsuccessful you were. What you wanna understand from a cost implication standpoint on the cost side is how much did it cost you to cover that event? And you will take your cost per transaction, which you know, you can see on episode three, Frankie's top nine KPIs part one, but essentially you're going to find out how long is your average handle time per ticket that you're working? How many agents do you need to have to cover the total volume of tickets that have come in? Meaning how many agents did you have on staff to cover that? How many total tickets did they work that were related to this gum incident? How much does each one of these agents make per hour? So on and so forth. And you smash all of that together. And when you get that smashed together, you will find out that because you had to have 10 agents who made $10 an hour and worked this number of posts over and above what you normally get that were specifically related to this gum situation, you can find out pretty easily that you spent X amount of dollars covering this incident. That's interesting. But what's also interesting is being able to find out if people would have called in regarding some of the things that are happening, what would the cost difference be? For example, you're covering the event and at some point something goes wrong. Uh, you know, you hadn't expected it, but something just goes terribly wrong and you're like, eek, what do I do to fix this or make this better? So people start messaging you or tweeting tweeting into you to say, hey, this went wrong. And now I don't know what to do. Now what you have to be able to figure out how to do is say, if these people would have called into the call center, it would have cost X amount per transaction. But because we were equipped to handle it on social media, it only cost Y amount. Therefore, we experienced a savings of Z amount over what would have cost us to just cover it in the call center. See what I mean? These are things that you can do to make sure that you are calculating and reporting on the financial side of events that you are covering in your social media customer care department. Very important to make sure that you can do that. All right, that's what I've got for you today. Let's talk about jobs. Do you have a job opening? Or are you looking for someone to fill an open position that you've got? Either way, email me your information at frankie at socially supportive.com and I'll post it to the site. I won't post your resume to the site, of course. I'll just share it with people that might be interested in contacting you about further information. Also, who's doing it well? If you see that there is a team out there that 
is doing a great job of delivering excellent customer service over social media, let me know and I will try to get them on the show. I'm really excited about one lead that I got about great coverage and I'm hopeful to have that company come on the show pretty soon. I just have to get the scheduling worked out. So stay tuned for that. But the information that you pass on to me, I really do follow up on that. So thanks very much. All right, that's what we've got for you for Manic Monday. Stay tuned for Tech Tuesday tomorrow, where we will be covering off on all things related to technology that helps you deliver excellent digital and social media customer care. Until then, well, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thanks so much for joining. Have a great rest of your Monday. See you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.